A fourth without fireworks. It once seemed unimaginable. I'm Tom Saunders getting through this in California's Pacific Palisades, where the reality of a fireworksless 4th of July came home to me as I gazed out from our backyard deck last night and saw only darkness in the sky over the ocean where last year and years before, the Brentwood Bay Club would put on a spectacular fourth, third of July fireworks show, always the, the day before the fourth. Uh, I must also say that our downtown Palisades parade is pitiful, comically boring, normal, everyday cars drive down Sunset Boulevard. This is as a parade, quote unquote, with signs taped onto the sides saying things that tell us that they must be part of the parade because they say things like Palisades Chamber of Commerce scrawled on these signs with normal older people driving and literally not even any colorful crepe paper pasted on the cars to make them seem fun. Very little red, white, and blue. And it reminded me of an old Stevenson cartoon in The New Yorker where a couple is watching a comically sad local small town parade with comically unhappy looks on their New Yorker cartoon faces. And the caption is, normally I love a parade. I'm Scott Blakeman in Brooklyn, New York. And your July 4th Palisades report, Tommy, was quite evocative, evocative a word previously only used for theater reviews, uh, for off-Broadway generally. Uh, you know, you, your reporting reminds me of a harrowing July 4th evening back in high school, walking along the Coney Island boardwalk. And in those days, it was a much different experience than it is today. There were firecrackers exploding left and right. Well, I felt like I was in a war zone. It's now flash forward to today, where I just literally I came back a short while ago from a one hour and 30 minutes walk along the Boardwalk in Coney Island, a one of the most peaceful experiences I've had uh, in quite some time. And the beaches were full, but socially distanced. And it's a, a whole festive, peaceful experience. But, you know, Tommy, we're uh, not having the big July 4th fireworks. But um, what people are talking about here in New York is that there are so many uh, available fireworks, since there are no official ones, there are legal fireworks going off for the last two weeks. Moments before we went on air, I heard an explosion. And that's distressing. No doubt to those with dogs and babies, not in that mm. order. Uh, but I don't have dogs nor babies, so I no. haven't been. I've been. I just accept it. I, I have really a cat, do. as we know, uh, a cat yes. named Oliver, as as loyal listeners know, and and um, disloyal listeners will not be surprised to learn. Uh, this cat has it so good uh, in so many ways, and is so entitled, and and doesn't really um, realize how many. Uh, 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 what what a wonderful life it has with a, with a human servant to, to wait on its hand and foot, well, yeah. paw and foot. Um, and uh, uh, of course, he doesn't thank it. Say, oh yay, there was there's no fireworks on the Fourth of July. He, do, he doesn't say, speak. Uh, he, he doesn't speak English, but he does yeah. speak. He does make make um, uh, protoverbal utterances. And but not but just sort of like this is just another day for Oliver. He's not thrilled about the fact that he's not cowering underneath a under a, a, a sofa because of the fireworks. And you're uh, saying, Tommy, that he looked forward to a day when he might cower a bit, and just to make the day seem a little different. And uh, and now since there are no fireworks, there's a lack of cowering. So it's like, oh, ho hum. Yeah. 
That's okay. exactly what I'm saying. I'm saying he yeah. does not appreciate, and this is a uh, uh, this is a problem that pet owners face: is how do we um, get our cats to appreciate their the great life that we're giving them, and <laughs> and to offer us thanks? Now you kind of get the the sense that dogs are grateful for their uh, 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 for for being petted, petted, and I don't know. I I I, I, I I'm not sure about that either, but. I just do think that, you know, it'd be nice if Oliver came over and just kind of put his paw around my shoulder, you know, kind of at a boy kind of a thing, you know, <laughs> just kind of like patted me on the back with his paw and said, you know what? Thanks for everything. I don't yeah. tell you thanks a lot, but I mean, he wouldn't say this uh, in English, but that's what he would convey. He's yeah. never done that. And, that and, and and I don't I don't resent that, but I do. I do feel like that's part of my Fourth of July experience and and my truth, and I feel like I need to 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 tell that to you and to our listeners. Well, and I think just judging the way you talk about Oliver, that the love is there, the appreciation. The love is there, Scott. Maybe there's an issue there, perhaps in his past that could come out that not being able to show it in that way. But I think he really does feel it, and I guess all the things you do in July Fourth, but definitely is a cowering experience. And but really, this is a whole. It's been going on for years, but especially this year, there's literally so much extra fireworks around that they're just going off everywhere. I haven't, I don't know where they set them off. Uh, and, and again, it, in the beginning, it's only, uh, you know, just like when you're in the country and you hear every sound seems frightening. And then when you live <laughs> up a night, you realize, okay, that's the bird. Okay, that's the, that's the cricket. It's the first night when you. I'm say, laughing. That's the, oh, it's but uh, yeah, I, I, I tremble when I think of these nice, very nice friends' houses. You, I would be up all night because it was this quiet. Well, that's a wolf. It's a bear. It's a it's a monster. It's a well, secret. I'd like, like a let, let me, if I may, Scotty, just to yeah. cut in, just uh, some of our our new listeners might not know that you were born and raised in in the very uh, place you you are now, Brooklyn, New yes. York. Yeah. And 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 you're a New York person. You you and so when you go out in the country, and I and and I I, I laughed when you when you put it that way. Uh, as saying, of course, every every now every noise in the country is frightening to you, <laughs> but be, be, because you are from Brooklyn and you yes. know, and you are more uh, um, attuned to sirens, the occasional uh, garbage truck. I'm, I don't know. I'm just well. I mean, I'm a city boy, even though, frankly, where I live now, where I grew up. It's more of a suburban part of Brooklyn. Is by the beach, by the bay. It is. I've seen that uh, area. But, it's very... but still, you don't hear the very, very deep sounds of the forest. Where you know, I mean, you'll right. hear, a, you know, <laughs> sparrows or a cat meowing. But you know, city sounds. But not, you know, the country is what it. And it's always the what is it. Once you clarify it, then you're home free. But that first couple of nights, it's like, <laughs> and then the whole coastal smile. Yeah, at breakfast, like, oh, no, that's just this and that's just the, that. But right. Well, that's happening. just the chirping yeah. of the katydids. But the thing yeah. is, if you if you don't know what a katydid is, that could alarm you even more. A katydid, because yeah. it could be, a, in your imagination, from Brooklyn never having seen a katydid, it could be three feet long and have scales and, <laughs> and a forked tongue. You don't know. Yeah, and they're just dismissing it like it's a fun thing. So or crickets, they talk about crickets like they're but crickets. How do you know that they're not poisonous and have uh, long tendrils? Yeah. You don't know that. I I no. totally get what you went through and and what people you know they they just drag uh, city kids into the country. They call it summer camp, 
yes, yes. expect like. you to, to somehow uh, know uh, that uh, all these noises, the frog, that's a terrifying noise, the noise of a, of a, <laughs> of a uh, toad. Yeah, and until you can, you know, know what they are, they, they are terrifying, and that's why. Uh, but, but again, so this whole fireworks thing going on now, the first couple of nights, I will say, because they went back for weeks, like, it's an explosion. That was an explosion. Why, where would there be an explosion? And then I go, okay, that's fireworks. And so I just, well, okay, that's fireworks. So I guess some people are very upset about it. But frankly, in the, uh, in the old days, and maybe still, uh, I have a friend who grew up in Howard Beach, which was the home of John Gotti, the, the famed, uh, uh, well, I guess mobster is the word. I mean, I guess uh, or, or, a businessman. But uh, they had fireworks openly there quite a bit. And uh, so this is just sort of an expansion of, of that. But I hear that Macy's fireworks will be on tonight. But really, they actually pop up fireworks. I mean, it's true. They've been not announcing it in advance so people don't gather. So they had a Coney Island fireworks like three days ago, four nights ago for five minutes and no one knew about it. Wow. But they're, you know, taping all of it so they'll be shown tonight <laughs> with performances by John Legend. John Legend's <laughs> on every show with performances by. And he's a great, yeah. a great talent. I mean, let me ask you, I, I, uh, are fireworks as thrilling or even at all thrilling when you watch them on TV or on your computer screen? And uh, my answer is no. Yeah. <laughs> no, and, and I would even go one step further. So they're not even as thrilling live anymore. I mean, it's it's sort of, it's almost like, I mean, it's not not thrilling in any way, and it's a nice bonding experience, but sort of you know what's coming, and you go, oh, and then you know the ending is going to be a big thing. And I guess it's more comfort, like it's exactly the same. Yeah, that's it's always like fireworks it is. Don't, you know, basically, I mean, they do a little few wrinkles, but so maybe that's the comfort. Yeah. Like, I well, remember I'm gonna, that when I'm I was gonna push back on that a little bit, Scotty. Uh, and by a little bit, I mean a huge amount. So <laughs> be prepared for an enormous pushback. Yes. Um, the uh, uh, in my experience, and and we have spectacular fireworks in Libertyville, Illinois, right? And yeah. these the uh, where I grew up, uh, they're now famous. Um, uh, but I, 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 so I'm, 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 I guess I say that because my first fireworks experience was in Libertyville, Illinois, a small town outside of Chicago, where uh, I, I was terrified of fireworks. I, I, I didn't like them at all. I was mm. a little kid. I remembered covering my ears and screaming in terror uh, at the loud uh, <laughs> sound. So, and that's why you don't send, you know, that's why it's a good idea not to draft uh, two-year-olds into the army because <laughs> the explosion sounds would would you know i mean uh yeah it's unsettling I, to them I, I would be useless at that um, age yeah you combat situation at, at, <laughs> at that age and that's what that proved to me yeah and um, so you're saying just quickly you don't you're not in favor and that's right. going to be proposed at lowering the draft age to two two exactly it, okay that, just to clarify that, yeah. that hit that home to me very early age that that exactly as you put it you put it very well i am opposed to lowering the draft age to two because of that experience mm. in cook park watching fireworks uh, go boom and hearing them that was the terrifying thing yeah. now over the years i became less afraid and and came to quite like fireworks and i have seen them become more just to your point scotty uh uh, more complex, actually, 
um, uh, and, and, and do more weirdo things and, 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 and each year they'll something new will, will happen. So if you're a fireworks aficionado, aficionado yes. uh, and I don't know if I would call myself that, uh, I guess aficionado could point to a firework and then identify the word for the specific type of fire. I can't do that. Yeah. Uh, and I don't keep Gucci, score. So the, I know that. The Grucci family has always been big uh, in New York with it. But I will say, I do want to walk back a little bit. I don't mean to, to I'm not one of those snarky, cynical. I love fireworks and I love the fact that it is Americana. It's something people from all backgrounds, you stand there and you do go, ah. And, uh, and there are, yes, there have been some nice wrinkles. But I guess it's the comfort of things that are the same that is kind of a, uh, a nice Right. In, in general, you know that the fireworks, they're not going to come and you know, they're not going to come and grab you and or start to to um, uh, suddenly you'll see words uh, uh, proposing things that you don't approve of, that type of thing. No, so in that no. sense, uh, you know, like fireworks don't form words. That's kind of it, good so far. Otherwise, yeah. they become they become like they, they would be used by advertisers. And then we'd see Colgate, you know, and big, huge fireworks letters. Yeah. You know, that's why I hope, don't, I hope they're not listening because uh, yeah. I'm sure they'll bring it up the next meeting. Uh, well, it's but, plus uh, positive to, to be happy for things that didn't happen. Yeah. And the other thing, but here's what did happen one time in Libertyville, Illinois, again, famous for their Fourth of July fireworks. But this was after uh, uh, this was in 2002. Right. It was less than a year after uh, 9-11. It's a mm. few months after 9-11 when, in 2001. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so it, the fireworks were very important to us. The Fourth of July was—I don't know if you remember that—and some of our younger listeners won't, won't remember that. But that was a time when of, of great patriotism. We had uh, our the twin towers in New York had been attacked and blown up, or you know, smashed into. We know the story. But so there, the, there was a different feeling in the country, and definitely in Libertyville, Illinois, which is a very hometown America leave it to beaver kind of a town and the fireworks uh, uh, over Butler Lake is a big part of, of, of Libertyville's culture, I guess you would say. And um, well, that year, Scotty, <laughs> something went kind of goofy and the fireworks were, were, were shot. They, they didn't go up high enough in the air like they normally do. They go up into the sky. You know how fireworks. Yeah, go. I don't need to. Okay, they didn't do that. They were low, and they were just raining uh, pieces. Like I never touched a fireworks piece before, like a piece of a burned-out fireworks. They were landing on top of us, singeing oh, wow. us, our hair, our wow. arms, even our clothing, Scotty. Wow! And there were lots of of, of viewers, thousands, I, I would guess. Uh, in Butler Park, you know, lying on the grass, and 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 so, and by the way, the fire truck. There was a fire truck that was uh, parked right next to where the fireworks were shot off, and that's just as a in an abundance of caution. Well, Scotty, the fire truck caught on fire. Oh yeah! Wow, this is all like, right. Wow. What do we do? This being Libertyville, and this being two thousand two, and we've had you know, and everybody's kind of not wanting to seem you know, complaining and unpatriotic. Everybody just sort of stood up and walked out mm. quietly. And uh, it, no uh, screaming. Off, no screaming, oh. no panic. 
everybody just left. And 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 the and the fire truck burned. And uh, well, uh-huh. it was a, it was a fireworks I'll never forget, Scotty. Now this has been covered in all the as you can tell ribbon on all the news stations. This must have been a big. Uh, well, you think it was big? They it was suppressed. Ah, by the powers that be. Well, I know. I, I actually area. don't know because I wasn't watching local news. It might have been. Yeah, uh, but Google it but, been, I, yeah. but but it, and nothing happened. I mean, there was no, there were no injuries. But uh, it, 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 and I don't think anybody was. You know, I, I think everybody wanted the fireworks to go off well, and they were a little embarrassed that they didn't, and, and they just kind of walked away, concerned, <laughs> and they just. Well, that's a very polite Canadian way, but or Libertyville way to handle it. And it didn't, though, I guess the big question our listeners probably have, did it make you lose faith in America because of that? Well, that was that was the, 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 the big question. And the, and the answer was, was a, a resounding mm, no. Uh, it, it wasn't just no, but it was a mm, no. And, <laughs> Which is very different than no. It's, it is different. Yeah. And uh, but but no, it, it, um, and, and actually it didn't even make me lose faith in Libertyville. Or, or fireworks in general, uh, and, and in the and in the end, I didn't lose faith in fireworks. And you went uh, back the next year somewhere to see fire. You didn't stay away for years. Right, you get right back on the horse, that's Scotty. Oh, that's what they do in all the training. And well, Tommy, you know, I have a surprise. I was in your neck of oh, the woods, uh, maybe even when you were there in the year 1974. If you were in Libertyville on July 4th, yeah, I was, I was. in Illinois. I was a cherub. In the National High School Institute, the Medill School of Journalism at Northwestern, they have this program called the National High School Institute, and you're called a cherub if you're in the program. And it's they have it for speech and journalism and film and television. And I was a journalism cherub. And um, really, and on July 4th, they would give us assignments, and this one was cover the Evanston Fourth of July parade. So I went out with my uh, Panasonic. I guess then I actually had a like a Panasonic cassette tape recorder, and um, very earnest, you know. Uh, and I remember, yeah, I remember interviewing a kid, and I, I haven't thought of this in a long time, and I'm going to use a, a colorful four letter term, which you, <laughs> but I'm only quoting the kid. I right. said, "Hi, it was a young. Uh, what do you think of July Fourth? He said, "July Fourth ain't shit, but another day." So that was wow. So that thought this will get me a Pulitzer. And then uh, on a sweeter note, there was an old, you know, older woman sitting down viewing the parade. And I just thought, oh, you know, it's always good to interview an older woman. I go, "Uh, oh, why are you here at the parade today? Well, my voice then, why are you here at the parade today? She said, why? Because the most important man in the state is in this parade. And he's my son. And I said, who's your son? And she says, Governor Ogilvy. And I said, brilliantly, you're Governor Ogilvy's mother? <laughs> and that was the exchange. I know it by heart. 40 some odd years, 90, how many years it is? I, mean, I know that exchange by I like heart. that follow-up question because, you know, yeah, because uh, uh, you drilled down in it. Uh, oh, um, yeah. Uh, right? Um, uh, well, they trained you. You didn't yes. just leave it at, she, Ogilvy's my son. You drilled down and 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 found out what the other side of that relationship was. Right. She was his mother. Uh, that's thorough Medill school type journalism. Well, that's what yeah. they train you to do. And, uh, you know, and also just to make it clear. And so and I don't know if there was anything more beyond that. I think I just said, uh, 
Well, that's great. And yeah, and, and so that just randomly, I, I, I happened upon her. So I always remember that. I believe somewhere I had that cassette uh, recording, I hope. Yeah. And then, uh, what was I, it then printed or how did, how did that work? I uh, mean, it was in those days. Well, we did. That, those days it was really assignments. I remember one day we walked into Fisk Hall and they just said breaking news and we had to just go out and cover something. But I do remember I was on WNUR Evanston that summer and I was so thrilled with real you know, adult students. And I did a newscast that I wrote and it was I, I believe I have that somewhere. And they had this very official intro, but bump, bump, bump top stories from Evanston and around the world presented by <laughs> the Medill School of Journalism with this <laughs> music. And then I was on and I, I ripped off Roger Grinsby, who, as we talked about, was the famed Channel 7 Eyewitness News anchor who in New York. Happy Talk. In New York City. In New York City, not in Chicago. We didn't know about Roger Grinsby in, no. in Chicago. But he did popularize this Happy Talk, which was really not the Happy Talk of today. It was he'd make very funny witty on camera quips not turning around right, but he was very deadpan too. very deadpan and and very it was great it was a great newscast so he would say i'm roger grimsby here now the news and i being 17 or 16 just i'm scott blakeman here now the news and uh i believe i may have even ended with his ending uh i hope i didn't but i'll have to check he, he used to say hoping your news is good news i'm roger grimsby and uh, I did get to interview him many, many years later. So uh, you, you're not story. sure, but you're, I think I, what you're saying is you may have uh, ripped off his ending, uh, hoping your news. Did you at least sort of alter it a little bit? Um, hoping, uh, I'm really hoping your news is good news. Something like that. Well, I should have had I had any, any hope there's not a re hope the statute of limitations for using an anchor's opening or closing has passed. Yeah, uh, that's... I hope it doesn't hurt me because I was being vetted for vice oh. president, even though I had no chance. I mean, I, I didn't want to be because it should be a woman. Uh, but uh, so I'm but I, right, I right. No, 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 no. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're yeah. Right. I believe I may have ripped off only the opening or close. <laughs> I don't think I did both. So we'll have to check on that. But anyway, it was it was that was my <laughs> July 4th there in Evanston. And uh, yeah, it was wonderful. And uh, it was I, wonderful. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Today, I already, you know, people say, what are you doing tonight? Well, I'm not doing anything tonight because mm -hmm. I don't go out at night, but I do take walks. I already did my July 4th, an hour and a half walk to Coney Island on the boardwalk. That's uh, an amazing thing. So it's an hour. And a, to me, it's amazing because, total, back and you forth. know, we think about Coney Island. When I lived in uh, New York, it was an hour subway ride. Yeah. And just to ride the subway from Manhattan. Well, you greeted me. Uh, you greeted me there, and uh, and it does take a while. And in, in and those went, days, but you're yeah. saying it, you you can walk there in a mere, and it's an hour and a half. Uh, uh, Forty both minutes, ways, I, right? A little less. I could do. I could be at the heart of Coney Island on the boardwalk in forty minutes. Uh, and today it wasn't very crowded on the, the boardwalk. The beaches were nicely crowded and socially distanced. And yeah. Uh, and I, our listeners could check Instagram or Facebook. I, I posted a picture with my mask and sunglasses and right boxing uh and, and that that will i mean the naysayers will say oh yeah you probably faked that it was some sort of uh, photoshop yeah. or maybe a what's called a deep fake uh <laughs> what do you say to the people who will accuse you of using your instagram to fake uh, a walk to the to coney island that you didn't actually take well tommy i don't know what we can do about these conspiracy theories people all i can say is I believe in science and data, and that's what Instagram is to me. I took a picture, and there it is. And if people want to doubt it, 
I feel sorry for them. That's I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at that. But I was there and I did it all. I never usually do it early in the day. I do it later. And but I did it early. And, and mm-hmm. I felt it was like it was only it was like noon. But to me, it was early. And I felt right. like uh, early bird getting on the. Yeah, yeah and, no, no. Uh, it's, listen, I'm with you. I totally believe you. I'm just troubled by these doubters who are going to look at your Instagram feed and and see that picture and say, well, that's a that that could be a deep fake. That's yeah. what, that's that's what I, I can't quite get past that part part of this story. It's a very good feel good story. Yeah. Forty minutes. Uh, a, a man goes from his beautiful home by foot. Yeah. Yes. To, to, I mean, it's 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 the per, it, it, it's it's the ideal feel good story. Oh, for it's our the final. Times. It's a great story for the six thirty news tonight. Finally <laughs> tonight. News. Yeah. But I'm just thinking, well, yeah, uh, what about the naysayers? What about the people who are, who are, and you say you feel sorry for them. Now, that's what I want to drill down. Are you yeah. feeling sorry for them right now? Um, well, do, do, uh, do you have to intermittently feel sorry for them and then you do something <laughs> else? How does well, that work? Oh, absolutely intermittently. Well, you know, Tom, from my experience being a pundit on right-wing news networks as, as a liberal commentator, I hear that all the time. So I would say this it's measured. It's measured with some contempt, too. I don't want to say that there's no, you know, it's all feeling sorry. Well, let's just say if that's how you're going to live your life. I feel sorry. But what you've done, Tommy, inadvertently, again, which is really bearing the lead, inventions. You've created something, an app, whatever you want to call it, that some guy in Silicon Valley or elsewhere is working on as we speak. He's heard the idea actually creating fake a realistic backgrounds for your Instagram uh, photos. Yeah, and 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 completely innocuous ones, yeah. right? <laughs> right. Uh, uh, ones that 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 um, even if if they found out it was fake, people would still just shrug at the. Uh, oh, oh, that's the, nice that you had a fake one. Do you do a real <laughs> one? It wouldn't be that was fake. No, it'd be like, oh, that's because it seemed very realistic. You fake something <laughs> that you totally could do, but you fake yeah. it anyway. <laughs> right, just very, just like a picture of you standing in front of your house, which you could do, but that was a fake one. And then, you know, it's not fun well, what did it. you think of it? And you're showing yeah. it to people, and then you go, well, what do you think? Oh, it looks like you're standing in front of your house. And then you laugh at the top of your yeah. Oh my God, you just got faked. Yeah. That's a total deep fake. I'm, it's not, I wasn't standing <laughs> in front of my house at that time, I was in front of a green screen. Uh, uh, something like that. I'm just I'm giving yeah, you the no, words exactly. to say, but yeah, is that but, what? But is that where we're headed? Well, um, that. But then, the, then the person would just go, "Oh, there would be no reaction." That's the thing. Yeah, this, that's uh, the thing. And there'd yeah, be that like, sort of sinking feeling of yeah, uh, this whole oh, conversation. You know, like where is this even going? Well, you know, very inventions. You know, creating things for things you could do very easily. Yeah. Uh, and no get no credit for it. Well, really Scotty, good. I have another one fun since on that on that uh and I, I wanted to say it right now, uh uh because again, these things need to be rushed to the forefront, no vetting uh required in these yeah. times, you know, compassionate use. But I, I I'm uh, I watch a lot of news on on TV, MSNB, all, all those news channels and uh read the paper and so on. Uh but that's not that's beside the point um i uh sometimes you say things that are beside the point and as long as you say that's beside the point that's fine right you can move ahead you don't have to deal with these things right sometimes you have okay. to declare a primary point 
Yeah, right. You don't have to. You could just. Okay, okay good, good, good. Yeah. Thank God for that expression. That's beside the point, because otherwise I, I, I would have just got stuck in the muck of something that was, in fact, not the point that I was trying to make. So whoever came up with the phrase, that's beside the point, my hats off to you. I salute you. Thank you. It's a helpful one. Yeah. It's a... Yeah. It's a very, very helpful one. What I see reporters doing, and this is uh, as masks become more, you know, it's, it used to be, oh, yeah, well, a thin piece of cloth, a, a, a wisp of silk would be fine. It, it would be, would, no, now they're saying it must be double, uh, you know, double ply, triple ply, cotton, you know, with copper in, you know, bits and pieces. Do you know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm joking about the copper. There is oh, no, actually, no, uh, you're right. Being actually, acted, I did read that, copper and something else are in some of these masks. And yeah, that, 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 I, I, that is absolutely true. Yeah. I, so I'm not joking about the fact that they're doing copper. I'm just, well, I'm just, in general, I'm just joking. Let, let, let me just put it that oh, way. Oh, yeah, and that should be assumed, yeah. That's just yeah. a general, yeah. Can I just say that one time? To, and then I Yeah, that's all. Again? Yeah. Okay. One time forever, I think. Forever. And yeah. I never have to say I'm joking right. again. That, yeah. Okay, I'm joking. Uh, 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 now uh, you're set. You're set officially, for now I'm set. For the, yeah. for, okay, cool. That is such... In America, I don't, maybe you need to repeat it. <laughs> if I go and, you know, abroad, I have maybe. to say it in their language. Or but we're not getting over there for a long time anyway. Your lawyer can put a, a, a little article in the paper, you know, uh, one of those things nobody ever reads, but it's posted in, a, in, in some paper. That says you are now joking. It's it's sort of like when you change your name, you could yeah, you know, or like fictitious business, which is another thing I want to explore. <laughs> you see all these ads, and I still don't know what it is. Oh, Tommy, one thing before I make it, I as you bring up the mass on the boardwalk yep. in Coney Island, a very lovely reporter for Channel Seven Eyewitness News there in a red dress, and wow. and uh, she had her mask and sunglasses, and I kept staring, and uh, and I had a mask and sunglasses, and she did her report on Channel Seven, and I'm doing my report now. So my question to you is, technically, aren't I the beach correspondent also for Eyewitness News Channel? Yeah, yeah. Well, certainly for for getting through this. Getting through this, absolutely. But but why wouldn't you? Well, that's, I mean, again, I don't know what their policy is. If you walk up to somebody uh, who's doing the news, uh, 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 can you then just become... A an affiliate of the eyewitness news. I don't know. It or get benefits. On their policy. Yeah, they, everyone's like a benefit. Random person. Yeah, I didn't go near, very as near her as I might have because uh, <laughs> I just stood away and I looked over and then I followed as she was kind of strolling and I was going to go up to her. That's the only problem with the mask is maybe maybe I would have in a normal time just said, oh, well, what are you doing this for the twelve o'clock? Yeah. But I felt like I'm a guy in a mask, but she's a gal in a mask. So what a yeah. story that is. Uh, but so we were just doing my point yeah. is we're doing the same thing but, and I'm not in, in Nabet or any of the no no but you're, yeah well that that's definitely well see that's a tease for a future show but I do yeah. want to get in this yes convention this, this is the man I've, I've noticed that and I just saw this uh, uh, a CN, uh, MSNBC uh, reporter uh, on the scene I think maybe maybe in South Dakota uh, wearing a mask a triple ply must have been but so muffled Mm. so muffled was her voice and you and, and and if there's any noise in the background it's even harder to hear her voice okay when are they going to put a, 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 a make a mask that has a tiny microphone 
inside it on the mouth side of the mask. I, I, pardon me for saying that expression, the mouth side of the mask. No, Some no, people yeah. will find that. that uh, uh, what an invention uh, that is. I mean, boy, well, you, boy, uh, people uh, over a tiny mic. You know those these little microphones? We yeah, have. well, they I'm, have it. Uh, yeah, uh, I did, uh, I'm uh, talking into one right now. It's totally, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and, uh, uh, and, and so you put the mask on. And you and by the way, normal people could have that provided they have, you know, some little amplifier probably on your phone and yep. you can talk to people wearing a mask. I, 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 I give that again free of charge uh, to any um, enterprising uh, inventor uh, to go ahead and do the easy part of it, which is actually build the working prototype. Oh, you've done the hard. But Tommy, I'm thinking, though, you know, normally I just agree and go, of course, that's what we do this time. I'm thinking, wow. You could get on the horn, so to speak, to the top hunt shows at the news networks and say, how about this? And they go, could you, we're going to send a car for you now. Yeah. Sanitize. I mean, because this really. In a just be- world. Yes. yes. Where, you know, I would be getting a car uh, rolling up right now and oh, yeah. get in there and I don't know, take me to wherever, you know, they hand out the bags of money. I don't know what, what it's how a, works. it's a money area. Yeah. And then they, <laughs> but they, they, they sit there on high thrones and they go, what is your idea, sir? And I mean, it's, it's hacky, but it's old, but they still, stick they to still do it. They, yeah. it, 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 it's it hasn't gone down. That's the one thing the corporate <laughs> life that they haven't scaled down yet. Hate, you hate to have them still do something that's hacky. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I it's uh, expensive too, but they, that's that, one thing they haven't cut. <laughs> Uh, well, a fantastic uh, idea. Time. Seriously, I'm excited. I'm, say it again. I'm excited. I'm thrilled. Microphone, yeah, microphones uh, and masks. Uh, microphones and masks. And um, no, I'm, I'm not accepting any money. I, no. I'm laughing about the huge bags of money because if they gave it to me, I would right away give it to uh, to whoever is working on a time machine right now, building oh. a time machine. No, I just applaud you again for these ideas that you take no recompense for. I will add one more thing, Tommy, that it is true. Uh, actually, I uh, wear a single ply stretchy mask, which in those situations outdoors really are fine and actually they're much more breathable and you could hear better. So that's what I, I maybe I could have gone up to her and said, uh, can I recommend a mask to you? Something that that's all uh, a new I'm kind saying. of mask. But I will say, Tommy, yeah, the inside. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that, then that, then no, th- then I do feel like. Wouldn't they have to make you? I'm not saying president of the network, but certainly a a, a, a vice president of oh, of ABC News. Well, I think legally you'd have to just automatically be a vice president. Well, if it's not legal, it needs to be legal. It needs to be in there. This is outrageous that you could walk up to this person, uh, and, and and had you walked up person to to this news person wearing a, a a red dress, this gal as you describe her, and said to her. Uh, uh, I have an idea, a mask that you could be heard, actually, instead of just this muffled voice that people have to stick their ear next to the TV to hear. <laughs> you, 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 it has a microphone on, on, the, on the, you know, inside, blah, blah, blah. You're saying to me that in, in the, with the way the laws are set up, you would not automatically be made a, a vice president at ABC News. Well, That's you know, what it sounds I, like you're saying. What I'm saying is the legal guys, would probably find some loophole, but no, you're yes. right. I should be. Well, you know what? I'm thinking more time the way I think I'm going. Maybe she would look at me, say, thank you. And then I would say, you know what? You and me, we could do this together and go off on this journey and, and to create it. So I'm helping her and helping mankind. Uh, and because it would have given me something to say. That's my point. 
when I was there earlier, I had nothing to say. You had nothing you, to say. So retroactively, you get, just yeah. gave me something to say. Well, that's where the time machine would come in. Oh, exactly. Play. Exactly. That's the perfect <laughs> word. Yeah. 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 But no, I'm going to. Well, I mean, that. obviously, uh, stay tuned because it, it well, may still happen if they do build a time machine. So. It's another tease for a future, uh, for our, our next, uh, maybe not the next podcast, but Something. maybe the third or fourth next co- podcast. Well, again, Tommy, I salute you for yet another invention. I mean, boy, if the oh. people don't just, I think I hear a knock on the door now. What's the best way to reach Tommy? Uh, <laughs> it's, it's incredible. And the news guys, uh, check your phone, Tommy. Well, your New York gonna... guys are more on it than the L.A. I don't see any L.A. people here. But well, three-hour difference. New York is a more competitive news town. <laughs> Maybe, but Chicago, they may get on because that's a great uh, journalism town. But, Tommy, well, great it idea. it used to be. And, used uh, to be. Well, and hopefully it will again. And But, uh, Tommy, uh, happy uh, July 4th to you and our listeners. Yeah, right back at you. And, and... Uh, we'll see you tomorrow on July 5th, which is the day after yeah. July 4th. I remain... Sincerely yours, Scott Blakeman. I'm always Tom Saunders, and we are getting through this.